0: Hi, I'm Shweta, your host for Science with Shweta podcast. And before we begin, here's a word from our sponsor. Now, here's a word from our gifting partner, TheSoulStore.com. The Soul Store has incredibly cool collection of T-shirts, hoodies, and boxers for men and women of your favorite superheroes, films cartoons and many more. They have really cool collection of accessories like backpacks, badges, mobile covers, mugs and notebooks. Check the soulstore.com today. You're definitely going to love it. And don't forget to use our code to get discount on your shopping. The codes are available in the description. Hi and welcome to Science Witchweta podcast. Our guest today is Srishti Dua, who is pursuing Masters in Nano-Engineering at University of California, San Diego. Hi Srishti, thanks for joining us.
1: Hi Sharda. thank you for inviting me for this talk. <laughs> okay Srishti, so uh, first introduce yourself to our listeners. Uh, hi, I'm Shrishti, and uh, as she said, I'm doing my master's in uh, nanoengineering here at University of California, San Diego. And this is my first year. Like, I started this fall, 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so, my undergrad was in electronics and communication, and then I moved to nanoengineering, which is basically a science field from the engineering background. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's been fun. Yeah, and, and I plan to do my PhD afterwards, and then like I, I basically want to stay in academia.
2: Okay, that's nice.
1: <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, can you tell us what exactly is nanoengineering? engineering? Um, nano engineering is basically um, there's like everything around you. We've, we've been studying physics, chemistry, everything mm-hmm. since like our school days, and nano engineering is that, but on the nanoscale, like whatever you change on the nanoscale in any field mm-hmm. gives us, uh, that's what we study in nanoengineering, because mm-hmm. all the properties, not all, but most of the properties in physics and chemistry, they change on the nanoscale, so we study that. Right, so basically it is engineering at the nanoscale. Yes, and nano Nano is 10, 10 raised to the power minus 9 meters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Shishti, this is uh, like the so-called
2: unconventional field you have chosen, nanoengineering, and uh, it's it's a developing field in our country, at least in India. So uh, yes. like, when did you decide that you wanted to um, do your further career in nanoengineering? Okay, so
1: this is actually interesting. I decided that when I was in 11th standard mm-hmm. in school. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, I there was this um, talk by a career um, career counselor in our school, and he was introducing us to different fields that are mm-hmm. coming up in science and non-science fields, and that's when I first heard about nanoscience, nano nanotechnology, nanoengineering, mm-hmm. and I was just Googling, like, like, I was just, like, searching, searching through it, and it just took my interest there and then mm-hmm. but as you said that in India, nano engineering field is still growing and not many universities have that course right. on a good scale on the bachelor's level so i decided to go with uh, electronics and communication in the B.T.E.C., bat- B- um, mm-hmm. as like electronics and communication as a btech major and uh, i was like all through the four years of my btech Simultaneously, I was always studying on nano science mm-hmm. on the different um, open source courses that are there on the internet. Right. like uh, there are on Coursera and edx.org, and then there's nanohub.org. Mm-hmm. So all these websites they have online courses, and I was and I always I kept on studying these courses on um, uh, like simultaneously. And uh, then I gave my yeah. After that, like after right after my B I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See,
2: the, this is the thing. You know, this is so important. Like as you said, you heard, uh, you attended a seminar where this uh, speaker was talking about nano engineering, and then you were exposed to this uh, new field. So um, this is really very important. You need to attend seminars and more than that, we need to have such conversations where we'll discuss on different topics so that we can uh, tell the youth or those people who want to pursue career in different fields because not many people are aware, I guess, about nano engineering as a career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I
1: feel so too. I mean, it's... Um, More than anything, it's important to know what's happening in the world Mm -hmm. because you never know what might strike a chord with you and what you
2: might fall in love with. Right. And also you need someone, you know, to uh, to guide you or someone you can ask uh, questions when you have some problems. And I think this is the need, because uh, uh, me too, during my bachelor's, uh, I-, I wasn't sure that I wanted to go for microbiology. Just like you, I also had attended a seminar where this person was talking about microbiology, was talking about the ap- applied field of microbiology. And that's when I it struck me, like, yeah, yeah this is the thing you can do. <laughs> So yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so Shrishti, uh, are you working currently on any project, or uh, did you have any project during your master's which you would like to share with us so that we get a better idea what exactly you do in nano engineering?
1: Yeah, it's um, okay. So I didn't actually write away come here after my B.Tech. I also did an internship in Indian Institute of Science in Bangalore mm-hmm. for uh, six months. So that place actually introduced me into the materials science and nano engineering field in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, that was the, my first nano engineering pro- project, actually. So mm-hmm. if you would like, I could talk about that first. Yeah, sure. You can tell us more about your project. Okay, so um, there we were working on the materials that go into the chips of your computers and Mm -hmm. your cell phones and basically all the electronics that you have around you. Mm -hmm. So in order to improve the materials, the very very first material that we use, basically it's silicon that's used... But, like, we want it to be better than silicon, better than all that's being used right now. So we were working Mm -hmm. on the materials at that time in the six-month internship that I was doing. And here at uh, UCSD, uh, it's just been, like, um, three months that I've been here. And in those three months, I have started working uh, in the soft electronics lab. Soft electronics is basically electronics where which that you can stretch and you can bend it you can stretch it it's flexible electronics basically okay. mm-hmm. so my project here is on solar cells mm-hmm. that you can wear in maybe which can be you know um, combined with your clothing or which can be stretched which can be bent Yeah, so that's what I'm working on right now. Flexible solar cells. Wow, that sounds interesting. So, Srishti, you
2: uh, moved to California for your education, having studied in uh, India, uh, having completed your bachelor's in India. So you must have had a lot of challenges. So uh, what are the challenges uh, you face as an international student?
1: Frankly, San Diego is an amazing city. I have... Um, also, I have been like I've been a person who has watched English movies and English shows all throughout my teenage life. So, yeah. um, as soon as I as soon as I got here, I felt like oh my god, I'm in I'm in I'm in Hollywood movie. I feel like I'm <laughs> in a Hollywood movie right now it's an amazing city it's a beach city a beach is like five minutes away from my college like walking distance from my college so um yeah and everyone is nice everyone is helpful you just i think the first thing that you need to know Mm -hmm. after coming here is nothing will come to you you will have to work for it you will have to if you don't know how it's done, mm-hmm. go and ask people how it's done. Like, ask for the help and people will help you out. If mm-hmm. you just feel shy that, no, I don't think they will help me or I don't think I deserve that or I don't know how it's done, it's, you, you won't go anywhere with that thought process. Mm-hmm. If you need any help, I, because it's it's not a requirement for me to work in a lab. Mm-hmm. it's not my it's not a part of the course that I have to complete, but it is something that I love to do and that I always wanted to do so as soon as I got here, the first thing that I did was talk to professors, mail them try try to contact them so that they take me into their lab and so that I could work on a project. No one was going to come to me asking me, oh, you want to work on something? What would you want to work on? No one does that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. You have to be out there asking. And people, surely, they'll be more than happy to help you if you approach. Yeah.
1: I. That is one thing that I have. And that is not just here. I think when I was in ISD as well, everyone I have come across is so helpful. You just have to ask for that help.
2: Right have to keep on asking without uh, you know get being shy or something thinking like should i ask them am i eligible to ask am i good for this project we we, we go too much into deep thoughts you know we start underestimating yeah, ourselves yeah so um like uh Having studied here in India, and now you have just completed three months there, but uh, have you noticed any uh, differences with respect to the educational system or you can say uh, the infrastructure, experimental infrastructure, I mean, with respect to our labs Mm and…
1: I feel that um, here in… at UCSD mm-hmm. specifically, I, could, I cannot say about every university in the US, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I'm sure every university is amazing and there are even better universities than UCSD mm-hmm. here in the US. So what I have experienced here is that the education sector here is very flexible. Right. They are fine with it if you want to go slow. They are fine with it if you want to go fast with the coursework. Mm-hmm. They are happy to be to they are happy to be flexible and so your, your needs right yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like mm-hmm. this, there is this one example that that's just like striking my mind right now. Mm-hmm. When we used to have exams in um, in my BTech or in school, wherever in India that I studied, if it's a three-hour exam, mm-hmm. we used to have a question paper that would make sure that we would complete our answer, the whole answer sheet in three hours. Like, sometimes it would be like, okay, fine, we might complete it in, like, 15 minutes plus, minus that. That's fine. But it would, like, it would be set up in a way that it would take our three hours. But here, if, it's, if it says three hours, for an Indian student, it never takes me more than one hour, 15 minutes to complete a paper, <laughs> if you know what, if you know everything. So, so it's basically... It saves three hours so that if it's taking you time, if if you are a person who takes time to do a paper, it's flexible for you in that way also. so it's mm-hmm. it's that flexible. And also everything works here so quickly. That is another difference that I feel is there is there in Indian and u s um, education systems. Mm-hmm. everything is so quick here, like I've done research work in India and I've done research work in u s right. and my growth in u s has been quicker than it was in India, and I personally would want to come back to India and try to change that like. I, I do not have any plans to stay in US. I do plan to come back to India to learn everything from US that I can and apply that to the research um, field in India. That's what I want to do. Yeah, so so nice to hear Srishti. And I think
2: this is the thing, you know, like as you said, I believe our papers are longer and it takes us three hours because we have to write those long theory question answers, you know? Uh, and it's yeah. never enough, whatever you write, whether you write one page or two pages, <laughs> it's never enough. And you really don't, uh, you know, you write so much stuff. But how much of it have you understood? Or how much of you of it are you able to apply in your real life? Because
1: yeah, I mean, if, 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 you, if you don't understand something here in the coursework, it will be next to impossible for you to do the question paper, because nothing is there on the question paper that is like, as in, nothing is directly into the question paper that was done in the classroom. It's all concept-based. So you have to understand what is in the course. You cannot mug up everything and just vomit it out on the answer sheet. Right,
2: because uh, like our question papers are set uh, to have more theory and less of practical applications of whatever we have done. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. uh, taking it from your textbook and just putting it down on your paper. So, uh, we really are not challenged uh, with questions, uh, which will, you know, which will uh, trigger our mind to apply all what we have learned practically. That needs to change, and then I'm sure that we'll also have a good research uh, set up here in India. And more people would uh, like to go for research then. Yeah, true (laughs) that.
1: Then it will be more interesting for them, like, wider audience or wider number of types of people can get into research then and this is important because you know
2: uh, you must also have noticed during your uh, education people really don't uh, like to go for research Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and like it's so good to hear from you that you want to come here and uh, you know apply this and take a, you know take that charge and maybe you can change something and contribute to development of nano engineering in our country it's so good to hear that (laughs) <laughs> that is that is the a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, Srishti, how did you uh, prepare for your exams uh, to uh, pursue your career in masters in abroad?
1: I started my preparation in uh, uh, yeah. I I decided in actually late August, early mm-hmm. September that okay, I'm gonna apply for uh, my masters in US
2: mm-hmm.
1: and. Um, it was, I think, quite late already for a person to decide that, okay, you want to do master's because you have to usually complete your applications by December end or January starting. Mm-hmm. So I just took one month. I did not join any coaching center or um, institutes or Those people did that They help. They helped you to fill in the applications and everything. I didn't join anything, I didn't take help from anyone. I just, obviously I took help from my seniors, I took help from my friends, Hmm. from uh, the people who I was working in in the lab at that time in IRC. So I was taking help from the people around me, but I did not pay anyone to help me basically. So yeah, so I just took one month. To prepare for my GRE mm-hmm. and uh, though that one month was very hectic because usually people take three months to study for GRE and I, I just had that time one month and I have to yeah and I have to crack it in the first attempt i studied, and I gave my GRE exam mm-hmm. I got a 320 score oh, which cool. was a decent score <laughs> yeah and um, and then after and I already had given my eyes in the starting of the year. Mm-hmm. That was just like a trial thing that I was doing. So I already had like one thing picked off mm-hmm. from the checklist. and it was also a decent score, a seven point five I mm-hmm. um, seven point five out of nine. Mm-hmm. So that was also decent. So as soon as I got the score for GRE, I uh, started applying. I tried, started searching for all the universities that are out there mm-hmm. uh, who were getting the, uh, the course that I want to take. So that took me um, four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completed my all, the whole application procedure in four months. Mm-hmm. It was a long four-month thing that I had to do. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I applied to, finally applied to four universities mm-hmm. and only one of them was in US, that is UCSD. <laughs> oh. And so, uh,
2: like uh, having done all this, what uh, would you suggest, like uh, are only scores in this exam, GRE and TOEFL and uh, of course your GPA, what are the extra things you would suggest you need to do like uh, do you like you did your internship? So do you think that really helped you for doing an internship
1: from IISC
2: in getting Oh,
1: definitely. Up? I think I think that was the major thing in my application because if, if you want to pursue research mm-hmm. work then it is uh, important. If you have done some research work before, um, it could be an internship, it could be a project that you did during your bachelor's. um, So that they know that if they are taking you for research work, they know that you already have a little bit of experience as to how research is done. That helps. That definitely helps. If, if, even if you don't have it, I don't, I don't think that they would like straight away say no. I'm sure people are still legible if they don't have research or experience before. But if you do have it, it definitely helps. And I think the six-month internship that I, I did at ISC helped me a lot.
2: Yeah, and doing it from ISC is, uh, you know, that's what really
1: mm-hmm. helps you. Yeah, ISC is top-notch uh-huh. anyway.
2: yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows ISC. Yeah, right. And it's one of the light institutions we have in our country. So yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like I'm sure uh, most of our listeners here and everyone uh, would like to do something, uh, go abroad. Like most of us aspire to do our studies abroad and then come back to uh, our place, come back to our country. And so it, it's yeah. uh, it's a bit tough, you know, to get there. And uh, this application procedure, I mean, I can relate because I'm I'm also applying for my PhD. So it's tough. And uh, having yeah. done some research projects and uh, having some experience definitely helps. And if not, at least you yes. need to have uh, like some good project during your masters at least, or your bachelors, which yeah. will help you if you don't have any uh, internships.
1: Right. And also I was like changing my um major mm-hmm. initially i had i was doing electronics and communication and then i had to change nano engineering mm-hmm. so obviously i thought that i had to show something on my resume which linked to nano engineering so that's why i did that internship i decided to do that internship before leaving yeah. for my master's yeah, yeah you need to have
2: uh, something which will show that you have knowledge of uh, at least some practical experience in that field yes yes and so uh, how, how did you get into isc i mean uh, like applications and what was the procedure
1: oh actually um <laughs> it mm-hmm. was a very unconventional way that i went into isc mm-hmm. uh, so there was this um, conference that uh, that was happening in uh, isc in uh, august of okay. t- 2017 mm-hmm. and uh, i i always dreamt of being in IIC, I it was my goal to get into, for, for the bachelor's program into ISC, but I couldn't get it, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so it's, such a, it's so tough to get in there. Mm-hmm. But, um, so when I got to know that, okay, there's a workshop slash conference going on there. So I decided, okay, I'll go there. Mm-hmm. And um, I could use that opportunity to get an internship. So I was there in um, Bangalore for four days, and out of those four days, I was I worked so hard. I tried, oh, before leaving, I also mailed every professor that I wanted to work with, that I'm interested in doing an internship with you, if you, and I sent in my resume to each one of them. And if you feel that you're interested, If you feel that I could be a good match to your lab, if I can contribute anything to your lab, please Mm -hmm. let me know. And when I went there for four days in Bangalore, I went to each one of the professors. It was around 15, yeah, I think it was around 15 professors that I went to. And I tried to talk to each one of them personally. And two of the professors got back to me. Oh. And first professor who got back to me, I joined his staff. <laughs> it okay. was it was an amazing experience because it was another example of like go
2: there and ask for it. Being at the right yeah. place at the right time and asking the right questions, yeah. yeah. I think it's that's all you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> need to uh, you know ask the right questions and uh,
1: approach the right person. Yes, yes and obviously you have to do your homework before approaching yes. then you have to know what they are actually working on i have to yeah i had to study a lot of research papers before going to each and every professor and asking to be a part of their team yes. uh, you, you
2: need to show them how can you contribute or how you're going to be a, a good candidate for their project so you have to do yes. your research <laughs> So Asushthi, living there so far away from your country, from your parents, so you, you you feel homesick and like how do you deal with this then? Of course you miss your parents, you miss your country, then how do how you deal with this? Oh, I, I definitely miss my
1: parents and my yeah. friends. Oh, it, it is difficult. <laughs> and this is the first time I've staying so far. This is the first time I'm outside India. This was my mm-hmm. first yeah um, international flight that i took to the oh, yeah. us <laughs> and um, uh, i would say that uh, work keeps you busy first of mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. and then technology is very helpful to keep you and your family and friends in touch with you I like that. video calls and yeah whatsapp calls everything helps um, and then obviously i would say friends they keep you sane you have the right kind of people around you make Mm -hmm. good friends and they help you um, give that support system Mm -hmm. and most of all I feel it it all depends on you if you are you need to have that um, constant strength to keep on going because the workload is so much you have to to your yeah, I mean, if you take a master's course or a PhD course in anywhere outside anywhere, it's not just outside India. Every anywhere in the world, the course is always very hectic intensive. Learning, yeah, hectic. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's just too much to take sometimes. So you just you just need to remember that you're here for learning, and that is what matters the most. So you take a deep breath and, yeah, keep on going. And That's the awesome. determination that keeps us going. Yes, exactly. And I think if you want to be a researcher, especially that, that trait, you need to develop it in, in you. <laughs> Either you should have it beforehand or you need to develop
2: it while you're right. here. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Srishti, uh, do you have uh, any advice for our listeners who would uh, like to join your career path? Uh, in electronics and telecommunication or further in nano engineering. Like, any advice or tips you would like to give them?
1: Mm, yes, actually there is one for nanoengineering especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, nanoengineering is a interdisciplinary course, so um, I think it's very important if you want to pursue your career in nano engineering, it's very important that you are open to every kind of field hmm. because in just one course that I did here uh, at UCSD mm-hmm. in just one course I had to study biology I had to study physics I had to study chemistry part I had to study the material science part hmm. I have to be open to study anything and everything I cannot say that oh I hate biology I don't want to study biology That mm-hmm. that that's not how it works because if if I'm doing, if I'm working on wearables that you wear, something that you wear, mm-hmm. it could be something, it could be electronics that sticks to your skin. So you need to know the science of your skin. You need to know the science of the electronics that you're putting on it. Mm-hmm. You need to study everything that is involved in that whole project. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just be open minded, just be. Open to learning new things, and
2: you will you will be fine. Right, uh, like uh, most of the courses or streams are now uh, multidisciplinary, like you said. Yeah, nine. exactly, and, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And uh, like you mentioned, of course, nano engineering also has applications in the medical field. If, if I'm
1: not wrong, we are on those synthesizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nano engineering, engineering is biology is like yeah one of the <laughs> major. Subject in nanoengineering? Uh,
2: like we can say, applied uh, part of nanoengineering in biology. Uh, uh, some researchers are working on developing these uh, nanoparticles or nanocapsules for uh, delivery of these uh, uh, no, uh, antibiotics or uh, for some particular diseases. Yes, yes, yes. So definitely. You, you, you. Like as you said, you need to be open-minded with to all the subjects, and you just cannot hate any particular uh, topic or particular subject. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, uh, if someone wants to pursue nano engineering during the bachelor, so what are the options for them in, in India?
1: Yes, I do know that. Uh, I think IISc. I don't know if all the ICERs provided, but I do know ICER Mohali. Um, with a few of the ICERs provided. Okay. ISC has its own um, sense department. Sense is the Nano Engineering department. Okay. ISC Bangalore has it, and I know that Amity University has it. Apart from that, I mean, I do know that there are a few universities that have it. Uh, but I'm not sure as to how good each of those questions are. I'm not sure about that. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. I, I think that that will do because uh, these are some of the institutions which you have mentioned which provides if anyone wants to pursue a bachelor's in nanoengineering, they can surely go there. SNU also has it, okay. Shimadri University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure they might be having some entrance exams and all stuff. So yeah, they can get into after that 12th for bachelors in the yes. Right. yes 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 right so sristi uh, would you like to share anything or you want to tell something to our listeners with about yourself or about your field your, you can please share
1: um if you have any questions anyone if anyone has any question they can always get to in get in touch with me yes. anywhere on any social media um instagram facebook I go by the name Srishti Dua everywhere. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would would love to answer your questions. I would love to be there for you. I would love if more people get into nano engineering so that we can together do something great in India. I will definitely be back in India within a few years after learning a lot from here. Yeah. And if you plan to go outside, just like, I would just like suggest that India needs you. Come back to India. Go learn out there,
2: but come back and give to your country that it requires. Definitely yeah. need to come back and do uh, contribute for our country because um, uh, con- as you said, country needs us. We need to uh, come here, make people aware, and expose them to this new, different fields. Though they are in a yeah. developing stage, I think if we learn and come, we can surely contribute it, contribute towards our uh, development. Definitely. So, uh, Srishti, I have uh, some fun questions for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, if not nano engineering, then what you see yourself uh, doing? What you'd love to do other than nano engineering? Other than nano
1: engineering. Yeah. Oh, that stuff <laughs> because I actually remember doing just that I mean I knew that I wanted to get into the science field mm-hmm. since I was very small and then all of a sudden like all of a sudden as a meeting in event I, I realized okay this is the field that I want to get into I never thought of I love dancing mm-hmm. I could do something with dancing maybe Okay, I love love dancing yeah I could be a dancer <laughs> So, uh, you have any
2: current uh, favorite TV shows or series or movie? Uh, I actually
1: was before you called. I was mm-hmm. watching The Marvelous Mrs. Major on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an amazing show! It's like about with feminism and being ind- being an independent woman and being out there in the world, but so used to being having men in all the fields. It's it's an amazing show.
2: Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you could uh, take one thing with you on an island, what would it be and why? On an island? On an island, deserted island, you can say. Just one thing. And why would you take that thing with you? Hmm.
1: <laughs> Hi. I have read so many que- uh, interviews with this question, and I just cannot think of anything right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I would say, and there is no cell reception there? Is there or is there not any reception there? Of course, it's deserted. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I think I would take... I would like to have a boat with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It would be
2: helpful for you on an island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, like, do you have any uh, super favorite superheroes or something like that? Superhero?
1: I, I have watched X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I have also watched um, Deadpool, Deadpool. I, I love Deadpool, definitely love Deadpool, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like the funniest yeah. <laughs> superhero or whatever. Yeah, so a uh,
2: character, <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next, uh, Indian food or American food? Indian, definitely
1: Indian. <laughs> and i feel that american junk food is so unhealthy oh my God! yeah <laughs> yeah if you come here if you eat american junk food you will we would realize that the indian junk food is far better than american junk
2: food <laughs> so uh apart from your uh friends and your family which uh, three famous personalities would you like to go on a dinner with? Uh, they can be from uh, any background. They need not be in from uh, science background or be scientists. Any three personalities who you would like to go on a dinner with?
1: Oh, I would love to have dinner with Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. I love her. And uh, then I would like to also have dinner with. Um, do you know, uh, of course, you would know, um, Science Sam yeah. on Instagram? Right, I, I know her. Yeah I, I, yeah, I am a fan of her. So no, I adore she, her. She is, yeah, she's so amazing. I would love to have dinner with her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's Emma Watson, there's um, Science Sam, and then um, I would also like to have dinner with J.K. Rowling. Yes, to J.K. Oh, Rowling. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Hi you got a fan here? So, yeah. you know, Watson, Sian Sam
2: and Jacky Rolling, right? Yes. Oh, well, three you know cool people to hang out with. you <laughs> will definitely <laughs> end up <laughs> evening with them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, I I know you like surfing, and so uh, where uh, would you like to go on surfing? I'll give you three options: okay. uh, Florida, Australia, or South Africa.
1: Huh? I would like to try surfing at oh in Australia actually. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Australia. Yeah. So so uh, like as you
2: mentioned, there is a beach nearby. So do you go surfing when you get time? Um, it
1: is actually tough to learn surfing. Three months is not enough. And with the yeah. schedule that I have, I have actually tried surfing just once. Okay. And I I had so much fun. It was. And I had fun because almost the whole time I was falling off the board. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun and next quarter, I'm actually planning to take surfing lessons. So, yeah.
2: Okay, Srishti. So on that fun note, thank you so much for joining us. It was great talking to you and knowing about nano engineering you are doing great <laughs> and sure you have inspired some of our listeners to take up nano engineering wish you all the best for endeavor and more power to you
1: thank you so much for joining thank us. you so much thank you so much I, it was actually very fun talking to you sure thank you so much
2: <laughs> so if you'd like to connect with srishti or me you can find us on instagram or any other social media the links for the same are in the show notes Thank
0: you. Here's a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, do you want to learn or improve your English? Here is the app for you. Utter app helps you learn English while chatting and improve your listening, understanding and speaking. Utter has 200 plus basic, intermediate and advanced English conversation topics and 100 plus grammar tests and exercises. It also has complete grammar curriculum for better sentence construction translation in common indian languages and a clickable dictionary plus it is very simple to use you can start conversing with chatbots and live tutors for just 10 to 15 minutes a day With utter app you will be able to improve your English conversation skills, utter will help you in speaking in casual and professional scenarios. So download utter app now and use code utter25 to avail 25% discount on premium membership.